Hey folks, this is Bob Frazier. Thanks for joining me as we take a walk through Oklahoma history. I am pleased today to welcome my good friend and the council person representing District 12 of the Cherokee Nation, Dora Petskowski, to our program. Dora, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you, Bob. I appreciate your invitation to be with you this morning and OCO to everybody out there. Wonderful, wonderful. Before we get into all of the present day excitement that surrounds your life anymore, let's go back to the early years for Dora. And I understand you grew up in Bartlesville. That's correct. Um, tell me some early childhood memories. Wow. Um, well, my parents were just, you know, regular blue collar, hardworking people. And uh, they raised us going to church. I have two older sisters. Uh, I was uh, actually um, a baton twirler, I remember, in grade school. <laughs> and um, I participated in a Christmas parade, and it was extremely cold. And after that experience, I gave up my baton twirling. <laughs> you retired it at that I point. Did. I okay. did. Okay. <laughs> so... Bartlesville back then, you were either Central College High or you were Madison Sooner. Uh, which side of the block did you fall on? I was Madison Sooner. Bless your heart. I always knew you had high quality. So was I. <laughs> I always love it when people will ask me that said, well, I, I didn't know you went to school in Bartlesville. Where did, where'd you go? And I'll say Sooner. And, and they'll go, oh. Uh, yeah. You know, and it's like. It's not like you chose College High because it was the better school. It's because of where you lived. lived right. you know, but I, I've right. always loved that competition that was there. Oh, man, that was great rivalry days. <laughs> but you have good memories of growing up in Bartlesville, I take Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, we walked everywhere, you mm -hmm. know. You went to... Um, what was it, Vandiver's or somewhere they had that free jukebox? Do yes, you remember that? yes, you yes. You go in there and listen. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people talk about they were the good old days, but it's almost like we sort of realized it at the time. Yeah. You know, that it was like, this may not last forever, but this is really good. <laughs> yes, so, anyway, okay, so after high school, what was next for Dora? Well, I got married and started a family. Okay. Of course, I was quite young. Um, something I, I think that most people don't know, and it was once my children were just a little bit older, I did actually go to court reporting school. Oh, really? I did. Huh. But then I ended up never taking the state test to go ahead and, and go through with it. So that was... Um, sort of like your baton life. Yeah. You had to retire I both of so. them. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Okay, so... Your rich Cherokee heritage, has it always been a special part of your life? I mean, has your culture always helped to define who you are? Well, I believe that it has because my mother was full-blood Cherokee. My father was non-native. My, my mother's parents, uh, her father died when she was eight. So, of course, I never knew him. Mm -hmm. And then her mother passed away when I was 10. And she lived in Tulsa, although she, my mother grew up in Stillwell, and they moved to Tulsa when she was about 15, which would have been about 1945. Okay. 
So, but my grandmother, she never spoke English. Really? Correct. And so when we were at her home, um, I remember it was a very small house. And when we spent the night, there was a pallet made in the living room floor where we slept. And her and her brother, um, which is who raised the girls, they would be sitting in the kitchen early in the morning having breakfast. And it was just Cherokee. You know? huh. They and, I didn't really know what they were talking about. Right, right. But, you know, when you were with her, you just did your best to figure out what the communication was or they would interpret for us as well, so. Yeah, and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but isn't it amazing how, you know, that was that was the only language that she knew and she spoke. Mm-hmm. And then it slowly started dying away. Yeah. And now you all are doing such a tremendous job of, of trying to, reawaken it yes. and teach it and and you know again I don't want to get ahead of ourselves but hopefully yeah. that heritage does come back right right so um i think it was about 15 or 16 years ago when you and i first met mm-hmm. you came out and helped us at camp willow rock and you you taught the kids how to weave baskets um and the kids were much better at it than i was i remember i became a spectator pretty quickly <laughs> how did you learn that <laughs> In 2001, uh, my mother, I did not actually, we did not live here in Bartlesville at that time. We lived in Oklahoma City. Okay. But I came back here, of course, quite often. So there used to be a a very large event in Bartlesville back in the day called Indian Summer. Right, I remember that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. took place at the Bartlesville Community Center. So I came home one weekend for that, and she said, you're going to learn how to weave this weekend. I said, oh, okay. So she had made arrangements with her friend, Catherine Kelly, who was a Cherokee National Treasure, and she was a basket weaver. Okay. So over the weekend, between Catherine visiting and selling her baskets, she taught me how to make a basket. And so from there, I remember I just went home, and I just practiced and practiced the the most difficult areas of of the process. Mm -hmm made sure I understood them, and then I just took off with it and started teaching. I was a founder of the Oklahoma Native American Basket Weavers Association Really, in uh, Oklahoma City, and we did a, a lot of teaching and um, met a lot of great people over there. Huh. Yeah. It's a terrific art, no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah. Cherokee politics. Why in the world... Did you decide to get involved in that and run for office? Well, honestly, I'm sure that going into it, I did not realize what all it was going to entail. So, I have learned a lot. (laughs) I bet you have. But, you know, growing up, I was always involved because my mother was very active. She uh, was a member of the Bartlesville Indian Women's Club and um, she also was a fluent speaker, and she co-authored the book, Beginning Cherokee, which is the book that OU used to use. I'm not sure that they still do now, but that's what they used in teaching the Cherokee language. Wow, okay, I did not realize that. Mm-hmm. that I mean, your, your mother was very much involved in it, yes. so it was very natural to, yes. to have that, that mm-hmm. interest. Okay, yes. okay. 
Okay, so who's had the greatest influence on you in your current role, representing District 12 and all the people of the Cherokee Nation? Who, who would you say that person has had the greatest influence on me? Um, I don't know that I could really narrow it down to one because I have certain co-counselors that have been a great inspiration to me. And then there are employees of the Cherokee Nation that have been great inspiration to me. So I think it's kind of like um, the area um, of, of expertise that, um, that I'm dealing with. I'm, I'm looking for my mentors in those particular areas. Okay, yeah. that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And so great value in several different areas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're now in your second term in office. Correct. So if my math is right, that means you're in year five of eight years. Correct. Okay. Um, What would you describe as your most important, rewarding accomplishment in your first term? In my first term, I feel that I entered it just trying to be very open-hearted and minded to learn all that I could to begin with mm-hmm. and, and then try to figure out where I really needed to focus. But as you remember, um, I, was, I took office in August of 2019 well, honestly, at the end of December 2019, COVID was here. Mm-hmm. And by March, we were in quite a different life. Yeah. So um, it, was, it was a whole different deck of cards at that point. And the focus then became, what can we really do to help our citizens? And during that time, I lifted, hauled, and threw more food boxes than I care to remember. <laughs> no, and you all were on the cutting edge of, of um, whether it's vaccines or yes. whatever for, for not only the Cherokee Nation, but really you, you made it available in many situations for anybody. Correct. Um, so I, that, that yeah. was an impressive, during a difficult time, it was an impressive mm-hmm. effort by the Cherokee Nation. Yes, they really stepped up, worked with CDC, followed guidelines. We had to shut down casinos for a period of time, and those employees were continued to be paid during that time. That's terrific. So Chief Hoskin, man, and uh, Chuck Garrett, CEO of CMB, I'm telling you, those two guys are smart men. (laughs) You sort of find out who can do what. When you're in the midst of the fire, you yeah. know, I mean, that's, yeah. you know, a lot of people can look brilliant when things are going great, right? but th- that was, that was a test for so many people. Um, so I, I want to say, I remember when we decided to shut the casinos down that I gathered a group of people and we went to the hard rock and they gave us all the fresh fruit food that they had. And we immediately took it out into our communities and distributed it because wow. it had to go quick. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so your first four years were anything but normal, whatever a normal term would be 
Correct. Especially because those first two years right. were were really under the gun. So sure. goals for your second term? Do you have any specifics that you would hope to accomplish? I do. Um, <laughs> I will say that one one goal that I had in my first term was to bring more unity between the three Cherokee community groups in District 12. And I am seeing that. And, and, and those three would be Nowata, Ramona... Oshalada. Ramona Oshalada and, and Dewey. And Dewey. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, right. And so you, instead of working separately, you find more and more of yeah. those groups working together. Yeah. I see those members, you know, they're attending other group meetings and that that's great. And I see the, the, the group from South Coffeeville a lot, but they're not in your district. Is that right? That's correct. But they're, they're very, not. very active. They're very active and very productive. And Bill Davis, uh, Chris Crane, those people, Harry Howard, I am very close to them. They've been another one of those mentors mm-hmm. in that area. You know, they've been a great help to me. Although in our tomahawk throws, <laughs> I, I find them very aggressive. <laughs> they are very competitive. <laughs> they are yes. very competitive. It's been a lot of fun doing that. Yes. So. Okay, well, it seems to me that people in this state, and particularly in Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. are, are starting to finally realize that Oklahoma is, is stronger when the tribes and our state government work together uh, yes. to improve education, to improve uh, our infrastructure, tourism, and much, much more. Um, it just seems like there's more voices out there that, um, well, let's face it, that are starting to agree with you and me. <laughs> so they're getting smarter. Um, do you see those relationships getting better? I, I think that they are. Um, takes a lot of patience, a lot of compromise. But... Um, you know, the chief deals head on with a lot of those issues. And he is very graceful, very diplomatic, very willing. And um, he just, he's phenomenal at, at how he can build relationships and keep those relationships. Mm-hmm. And um, I appreciate his leadership in that area because we need it. Absolutely, yeah. 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 And I mean, I, I, I realize that there's still people in, in uh, at the administration level, at the at the House level, at the Senate level that are pushing back. But I also just, I just sense that there are more and more people <clears throat> that, <clears throat> excuse me, that realize the that what you all can do together is so much more than what you can do separate. Yes. And and. To me, if, if, if that seed will just keep planted and growing and growing, before long, we have the opportunity to have our top leadership understanding it. Yes. That'd be my hope anyway. Absolutely. So, um, two years ago, Cherokee Nation purchased an old church in Dewey, Oklahoma, that has been transformed into the Cherokee Cultural Community. 
And I know it's a great community meeting place for, I think, for anyone who wants to utilize it. Don't You don't have to be Cherokee. That's correct. Um, but it's now emerging as, as something that is much more than just a place to rent. Tell me, tell me what's going on in, in that building and, and the, what the Cherokees are doing. This past Wednesday... Chief Hoskin came here to Dewey and we signed a memorandum of understanding between Cherokee Nation Career Services and Cherokee Cultural Community. That's a lot of C's. That is, yes. (laughs) But um, so Career Services will not be the only department that comes. We will also have Human Services and... um, now, you know, the potential here is, is really endless. I, I don't know exactly what all else that we will have, but I want to talk a little bit about career services. Diane Kelly is the executive director. She's been with Cherokee Nation forever. She knows everybody and most everything. But Career Services has uh, many programs for adults and youth. They are tribally funded programs that are, serve our Cherokee Nation citizens, but we also have federally funded programs that serve all American Indians. And there are actually, or there is actually one program that serves non-natives. And the types of programs are for employment, youth programs, career development, such as alternative education, career skills, career exploration, business tech. And then we also have a complete recovery program for the re-entry and uh, relocation and rehabilitation. There are just endless. Um, Another program would be the TANF, which is Tribal Temporary Assistance for Needy Families. So anybody can come here to this building Monday through Friday from 8 to 5. This office will be staffed during that time period, and they can inquire about what is available. They can sit down with a counselor and work through what it is they need. If they're looking for education, um, you know, our goal is always to help people become self-sustainable. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what's important. Yeah. What a terrific resource. Yes. I mean... Because people that are really in need of that mm-hmm. really don't have, many times I would guess, don't have the ability to even get to Tahlequah Correct. Um, to, Correct. to find that kind of support, that kind of help. Yes. So really it's, it's something for a lot of people in, in Washington County and a little bit beyond sure. uh, that can tap into that. That's, sure. that's terrific. Right. So you've, <clears throat> you've touched on, on the current programs that are going to be here, but I get the the <clears throat> I get the feeling that um, your hopes are for this this building uh, in Dewey will become a greater and greater resource for 
the Cherokee Nation and for the community uh, in the weeks and months and years to come. That is correct. We hope to have, uh, well, I know human services will be coming here shortly and office here as well. So there will be a lot of assistance programs that people can come here and get signed up for through human services. Um, you know, we continue to plan to teach as much uh, culture here, uh, have some classes, and um, of course we have a general meeting here once a month. On the third Thursday of the month at 6 p.m., through the winter, we do it on the third Saturday because of the fact that it gets dark early. So, and is that open to the public? That is open meetings? to the public. It certainly is. And this building <clears throat> is also available to the public for rental. If you have a family reunion or a birthday or something that you need a space for, um, it is available. Well, and you all have done an incredible job of, of the, the transformation of this building in the last two years. I mean, it, it was quite a... Uh, quite an overhaul that you all did to it. So yes. uh, people need to come come check it out. It's, it'd be worth their time. Yeah. Okay, I'll get you out of here with this. Trick question. Oh, dear. <laughs> What's next for Dora? What's on your bucket list that you haven't done yet? I'd like to see the Northern Lights one time. <laughs> it's a good goal. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I looked at the full moon last night, and no. I kept trying to see the, the little... Uh, lunar landing that was on this <laughs> southern tip of it. I just couldn't quite catch it. But mm-hmm. the northern lights, would that yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be fun to do. Yes, it would be. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I have just a little over three years left uh, in this term, and um, I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. It, you know, it's uh, whatever God wants for me. I, that's what I'm open to, and... Uh, Whatever this body <laughs> can still endure at that point, we will see. <laughs> I think you got a lot of gas left in your tank. That's my that's my thought. So, well, I can tell you this much: I, I've it, it's an honor to to call you friend. It's an honor to see what you've done, the work that you do for the Cherokee Nation, the love that you have for your job. Um, I wish everybody who served had that same level of compassion and passion that you've got. And uh, whatever you choose to do, um, it'll be a it'll be a positive, I'm sure. So. Well, thank you. I feel the same about you and Meredith. We've we've had a good, good fun time, and uh, I look forward to many more ventures together. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining me. I appreciate you sharing your story, and for Dora Patskowski and for Bob Frazier, thank you for joining us for cutting the cards. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Bob Frazier, and remember, trust everyone, but be sure you cut the cards.